comfort, oh comfort my people, says your God. Isaiah cried out loudly. He spoke this message while he and the Israelites were in Babylon. And you know Babylon. They were all in exile. Isaiah's voice was penetrating through the dark cloud of their gloomy existence. And this voice penetrating through the dark cloud of gloomy, gloomy existence, that image was very well captured by Handel. And he expressed it in his music. If you listen to Handel's Messiah, it starts with a beautiful string uh, overture. And then the first voice is a penetrating voice, piercing opening line of tenor. I love that, comfort thee. I can't sing it, but so beautiful. And, he's, and then what he sang was this. Comfort, oh, comfort my people, says your God. It's beautiful, I mean, it's Christmas time, so if you have an opportunity, go back to Handel's Messiah and listen to the first line, it's beautiful. But to me, it is a strange message. If you knew the historical context of what the Israelites experienced in Babylon, you would also find what Isaiah said very strange. I mean, they were in captives, yes. And they did not live in their own homeland. So you think that, yes, message of comfort sounds good. It sounds good, but when you really look at the historical context of the Israelites in Babylon, their life was not bad. They were comfortable. They had economic prosperity, personal freedom, and their day-to-day -day living was good. Even though they were in exile, they were very comfortable, so comfortable, that Cyrus, the king of Persia, told them, you go home now. And they will not go back home. They wanted to stay there because it was so comfortable. So Cyrus even gave them money. Go back to your own homeland. But they wouldn't go back because it was comfortable. So Isaiah preached the message of comfort to already very comfortable people and that is strange to me maybe that is what i'm doing right now to very comfortable people i'm preaching a message of comfort being comfortable is very important to us we want to be financially comfortable physically comfortable we want no stress. Being comfortable can be easily translated as well-being of our life. We try to create an environment where there is no discomfort 
and inconvenience. Have you heard the term demotics? I don't even know how to pronounce it. Uh, this, but probably demotics. Demotics is the use of electronic systems to control and automate your home, make your home a smart home. You use technology to open and close the doors, turn on and off the lights. With a phone, you can do everything, internet, cameras, and everything. And when we raised a child, there was no such thing as baby monitors. Our ears had to be very good so that we can hear them uh, cry. But now, they just look at the screen. It's like you're right there when you're not there. You're away from them. Still, uh, you can see them. A smart home, smart TV, a smart phone. Even cars are so smart that you don't even need a key. You just have to have this remote thingy in your pocket. I have that thing right here uh, in your pocket and it opens the door automatically and it turns on the, uh, the, the, the engine and then uh, you don't even have to lock it. You just walk away and it locks itself. Once I went to uh, Hamilton to play golf. After great golf and then it was around five, six, it was getting dark. And I just opened the door. And the door, the, the car would not open. And I, what happened? I didn't even know that there was actual key inside the remote. <laughs> so I was in panic because I tried several times. Probably the battery was weak. And then several times I, oh, I asked Brian, Brian, is there anything to do? I don't know. <laughs> so we were both uh, stranded and uh, I didn't know what to do. Uh, and then finally, somehow, it opened. Maybe a little battery uh, was left. Car is very smart. But the user of the car is not that smart. Everything is about being comfortable, convenient, effective. But do we really have the comfort just because we are comfortable? Having comfort is more than being comfortable, I believe. Having comfort is more than convenience. Having comfort is a deeper sense of peace. It is not just about having convenience. When you're comforted, your sadness is lifted off from you. Your guilt is removed. You feel a deep sense of belonging and accepted. Yesterday, one of our case ESM members called me uh, in the afternoon. She called me because she didn't know what to do, what to say and what to do. Just last Wednesday, her friend's son, all of a sudden, passed away. He went to his friend's house, and after the meal, he collapsed and went to the hospital, but the 
doctors could not survive him. He was only 25 years old. Immediately I prayed for the family. How would they survive? The parents, how can they survive for the rest of their lives? Mother cannot even lie down because she cannot breathe. And when I was preaching this in KSM sermon, I saw an elder who just had her daughter pass away about two years ago, young one. And it, it was her turn to pray today. And then she was very emotional too in, in her prayer before I preached the message. And when I preached uh, this sermon, I saw her. She could not even lift up her head. They live in a comfortable environment, but they still need comfort. That was what Isaiah meant when he said, comfort, oh, comfort my people, says your God. You're living in a comfortable environment, but you still need comfort. My friends, our understanding of comfort is the absence of discomfort. That is a problem to me. Our understanding of comfort is the absence of discomfort. So we try our best to remove any kind of discomfort to live a comfortable life. That is problematic to me. I heard this story about making a frog soup. I don't know whether it's real or not, but it's a really nice story. So uh, let me tell you. Uh, to make a frog soup, you put frog in the pot, uh, in the water and the pot. And, and then the frog swims very, you know, uh, enjoys swimming around. And, and you slowly raise the temperature. And the frog adapts to the change of tem temperature until uh, he becomes a soup. <laughs> Not realizing that he becomes soup. If the comfort is the only absence of whatever gives you discomfort, like stress, anxiety, and frustration, then death is the most comfortable thing to do. If you go to palliative care, they don't do anything. They just help you die comfortably and painlessly. The comfort is not the absence of discomfort. To give you the comfort, God does not necessarily remove your discomfort. Paul had this experience of having thorn in his flesh. That thorn made him so uncomfortable, painful and uncomfortable. So he wanted to get rid of this thorn from his body. So he prayed to God. And then God gave him the greatest advice and wisdom 
Basically, what God said to him was this. Living a happy life does not mean getting rid of all the thorns in your life. The purpose of your life is not to get rid of whatever that brings you discomfort. Embrace your thorn, God told St. Paul. Live with it. Live with it. My grace is sufficient unto you. So you can handle your thorns. Live with it. Embrace it. If you get rid of everybody who makes you feel uncomfortable, does that make you happier? If you get rid of everything that gives you stress and frustration, does that make you any happier? If you get rid of every thorn that you have, does that make you happier? I wonder. But I have a strong suspicion that getting rid of all these things will not make me any happier. I rather, I think, the secret of happiness is hidden in discomfort. Learn to embrace the discomfort of your life. Welcome the discomfort in your life. Discomfort can teach you many, many good lessons. And St. Paul knew that. Suffering produces, he said, character. You will have character when you go through discomfort. You will have character when you go through suffering. This is what he said. We also boast in our sufferings. Knowing that suffering produces endurance. And endurance produces character. And character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us. He said he even, he even boasts in his suffering. He did not avoid or push away discomfort. He embraced his own discomfort. He embraced his own suffering. My favorite author, Simone Weil, she said this, It is not the path that is difficult. Difficulty is the path. Don't complain because your path is difficult. Because difficulty is the path. Comfort and discomfort are not mutually exclusive. God brings comfort through your discomfort. God embraces you when you are in discomfort. That's a conclusion. Yes, the real comfort is God's embrace. That's what the real comfort is. When you are in discomfort, God comes and embraces you. And that was a conclusion of Isaiah, the prophet Isaiah. He said, he will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms and carry them in his bosom and gently lead the mother's sheep. 
When you are in discomfort, God will come and embrace you and comfort you. When you're sad, God wipes your tears and comes and embraces you. That is when you experience the true comfort. When you live your life welcoming and embracing discomfort, your life will be enriched with so many wisdoms. And this comfort will strengthen you and build character in you. You'll produce even a deep sense of hope. You'll not be easily broken. You'll not be easily shaken. You'll not be scared of any challenges. You'll not live in fear anymore. Fear will fly away. That's what discomfort does to you. Don't just go for a comfortable life. That will make you weak. More than, anything, more than anything else, you will see the glory of God revealed to you. The cross reveals the glory of God. Embrace the comfort for the sake of others. That's the most beautiful thing to do. Embrace the discomfort for the sake of others. Don't spit it out. Don't spit it out. You choose. Take the discomfort for the sake of others. That's the most beautiful thing any human being can do. Comfort is not making your life comfortable. Comfort is God's embrace. Jesus said this, come to me, all you that are weary and are carrying heavy burdens, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you'll find the rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus didn't say, come to me, all you that are comfortable. He said, come to me, all you that are weary and carrying heavy burdens. In other words, those who are in discomfort. Jesus will give you rest for your soul. That is true comfort. So true comfort can be found in discomfort.